1: This is Pastor Jolly John Lecomsky coming to you from the frozen Northland of Minnesota.
0: (laughs) I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark, coming from uh, the steamy (laughs) uh, hot temperatures of St. Louis, Missouri, uh, where I'm serving as pastor at Ascension Lutheran Church in still beautiful uh, South St. Louis.
1: You know, Matt, uh, we have some really good stuff we want to share with people about Jeremiah. We're going to continue our look at the prophet Jeremiah today. But before we do that, I I just wanted to share with a frustration that I have. Can I do that, Matt?
0: Uh Uh-oh. You're going back to your curmudgeoning ways, John, it sounds like.
1: Well, I I tell you what, I'm about ready to give up on evolution,
0: Matt. Okay. I I am. I'm
1: sorry. You know, I hope that doesn't bother people. But, you know, I'm thinking of when I was a young boy and all the things that evolution promised us. Right. You know, because because of evolution, you know, because of the survival of the fittest. And, and uh, uh, you know, that, that we were going to have these super, super animals, those, uh, super humans, you know, everything was going to get better and better because of evolution. Uh, you know, in fact, here, here's the thing, and, and this is before your time, so you probably don't remember this, that the great promise of evolution, of course, was the super squirrels. <laughs>
0: That must have been before my time, John.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, because that was the promise, that we would have squirrels that could talk, squirrels that could fly, uh, squirrels that would wear little aviator caps and aviator Goggles. Uh, and that's not even to start talking about the talking moose that we were promised to. But I don't know, Matt. I, I'm walking around here in Northfield, and all I see is the same stupid squirrels that I saw when I was a young boy <laughs> running around, can't even find their nuts, climbing up on trees and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm sorry, Matt. I'm disappointed. I thought evolution was going to give us something a little bit better than what I had as a boy. But You're apparently, not. <laughs> Yeah, no super squirrels, Matt. Where are the super squirrels we were promised? <laughs> uh,
0: I guess I don't know. I'm, I, I, I I don't know. I, I guess I'm sorry to hear that, John. I don't know. but uh.
1: <laughs> well, well, I, I know their excuse. You know what the excuse is, Matt. It takes millions of years. And, you know, that was okay when I was, a, when I was 10 years old. But now that I'm, I'm I, you know, 67, I don't have a million years, Matt. If we don't get the super squirrels within the next few years, I probably won't even get to see the super squirrel. So forget evolution. We need something else. I don't know what it is, but I'm waiting for the super squirrels.
0: Yeah, and that is kind of convenient when you make claims that oh, it takes millions of years to do. None of us are going to be around to really dispute that. When that's what, years. How
1: maybe. will we know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, all right. Did you have the super squirrels? Did you have the cartoons about the super squirrels when you were a kid? Or was I, that I, I don't, after I don't your I don't time? remember
0: the super squirrels, John. You don't, you, know don't, that, maybe,
1: you don't remember Rocky and Bullwinkle? Honestly,
0: iteration. well, yeah, Rocky oh. and Bullwinkle. Yeah, I, I, I saw reruns of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Okay. Yes.
1: Well, as a child, this is what we hoped for. This is what we thought evolution would deliver us. Where's but it rocky? didn't. That's what it didn't come it. through. That's right. So, all right, Matt, enough of that. So, so again, last week we talked about that, that we want to come and bring the word of the Lord to people. That's what Wrestling with the Basics is about. Just so people understand, that was not. Okay. That was not the word of the Lord. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and, and we do that so it will stand out in contrast. Isn't it, Matt? That's
0: right. That's right, and the contrast was pretty stark today, John. Yes, it is,
1: and the starker the better. As far as God didn't promise you any super squirrels, people. He yeah. wouldn't lie to you like that.
0: That's right. That's right. You know, maybe we need to open up to Genesis chapters one, two, three, John. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's I'm right. kidding, and I, I know that you're doing that on tongue in cheek. And uh, no, thanks for that introduction.
1: Yeah, really. Okay, (laughs) if you say so. Jeremiah chapter one, Matt. That's where we want to go because that is where's that phrase. Uh, That is the word of the Lord. That is the word of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, But the Lord said to me, yeah.
0: Maybe we could market T-shirts though that just say, "Where's my flying squirrel? Where's my where's my (laughs) talking squirrel? Uh.
1: (laughs) Super squirrels. They talk and they fly.
0: Some sort. We've always had those around these. We're talking yeah. about like bionic squirrels.
1: There you go. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, we need we're, – we're doing this remotely so we don't have our uh, enough time for foolishness button or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, no, uh, none of our sound effects. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, yeah, Darn that COVID, too. Okay, yeah. uh, so we're, we're for our listeners. We are in Jeremiah chapter one, and, and if you have your Bibles handy, uh, open up to Jeremiah one. Or not if
1: you're driving, not if please, driving please. Not if you're on the road, no, but no. if you're at home, yes, get out your Bibles.
0: Thanks for that qualifier, John. Well, so you
1: know, there's going to be lawsuits, Matt.
0: I know. <laughs> they told me to open my Bible. <laughs> uh, All right, and, and, and it, it's. it's your Bible ahead, app. You can do your Bible app. You know, and in Bible class more and more, John, I, you know, I leave Bible class and everyone's on their cell phones. And it's oh, like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. No, no one's paying attention. Everyone's just texting. And <laughs> no, they are paying attention. At least that's what they tell me. They're they're looking at the Bible <laughs> app on their phone because that's, it's always with you then, your own personal Bible on your cell phone.
1: I'm, I'm wondering, because we go to the uh, Peace Lutheran here in Faribault. Well, we haven't been going We've been watching on the TV, but when we did go, I often wondered what the pastor thought because, yeah, I have my Bible on my phone, and I would be following along as he would be reading and he would be preaching, and I never thought, why is that guy, what's he watching, YouTube videos or something?
0: (laughs) Watching reruns of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky
1: and Bullwinkle, exactly.
0: All All right, right. well, anyway, take out your Bibles, whatever media you're going to access that Bible with. And uh, we're in Jeremiah 1. Uh, we, last week, we looked at the, the kind of the, the, the famous Jeremiah's call, uh, the one yes. that if we're familiar with the book of Jeremiah, that's probably one of the passages that, that we kind of know. Um, this week, we're going to look at one that I think is, is more unfamiliar. Um, we kind of gloss over some of the stuff in Jeremiah, but what we want to take time to unpack, to really understand what this means for Jeremiah, what it means for us as God calls Jeremiah to a specific job. So we're we're gonna be in chapter one begin, verse eleven, verse eleven.
1: And and, yeah. and I love how this begins, because this is the whole point. And the word of the Lord came to me. Uh because again, we have some crazy things here and maybe you're thinking that it's like wrestling with the basics but no it isn't it's the word of the lord came to me saying jeremiah what do you see and i said i see an almond branch
0: okay well stop and, there stop okay stop, stop there okay. okay all right all right uh, yeah yeah so I, I i love that because you know you would see uh, okay, visions of an almond branch uh, yes. for jeremiah and you'd wonder well what? <laughs> What's the deal here? Is this worth listening to? But no, it is because it's the word of the Lord. Um, yes. That's why it's worth listening to. Um, so so what's the deal? Um, I, I, I think, you know, the rest of this chapter, I, I like to look at within the context of show and tell, show and tell. So you know what <laughs> show and tell is, John?
1: Yeah, I, I do. But we're doing radio, Matt, <laughs> just so you remember that. It's kind of hard for us to show anything. But yes, I do remember yeah, show and tell okay. from school.
0: Well, we're going to have to use our imaginations today. So yes, um, yeah, show and tell. So you you bring in the, the class something from home, you show it to the class, and then you tell them about it. Um, our, our daughter, Anna, brought in our um, Little puppy uh, a couple years ago, Pie the the right the, the our rat terrier. She weighed at the time probably about four pounds, and uh, she got a little loose and she terrorized another student in the class. <laughs> and they had to seek refuge on top of one of the desk chairs. And we had to apologize <laughs> to the teacher afterwards. So so sometimes show and tell backfires, but uh, you get the idea. Uh, at least there was, go, yeah, at least it
1: was a little terrier and not not like a uh, you know a German Shepherd or something. Well, exactly,
0: that's right. I know. <laughs> We, we brought in our Doberman pin shirt. <laughs> um, no, 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 just a little rat terrier. But uh, anyway, show and tell. So what, what we've got before us, though, is a spiritual show and tell that, that God uh, lays before Jeremiah and before us. So the, the first show is the, the almond branch, an almond branch. Well, what's the deal with the almond branch? Well, you know, it's significant for Jeremiah. Uh, you know, if if God would show us, for instance, uh maybe a, a, a daffodil or maybe he would show us um if we we're in the washington dc area a cherry blossom cherry. you know okay, all yes. of a sudden yeah. what, what what right away our mind spring. goes what season of the year spring, spring. right spring. exactly yeah, yeah. uh and that that new life out of a dreary winter um you know uh, suddenly there's there there's that that cherry blossom there's that daffodil their crocus poking up through the ground we're like oh, oh good spring is on the way God's going to keep his promise. And, and that that's that's how it was for Jeremiah with this almond branch. He's from uh, the town of Anatoth, where the almond branch would have been the sign that spring is on the way. Um, that That's the first thing to, to flower there in that part of the world. And even still today, uh, pretty early on, there's these beautiful white blossoms on the, the almond trees. Uh, so, so Jeremiah would know that when he saw that, uh, spring, new life. So that's, that's the show. And then in verse twelve we. So
1: so, so Matt Matt for yes. us it would be the dogwood, for those of us yeah. that live in the Missouri area, the dogwood. Exactly, because that has a beautiful yeah. blossom, and you know spring is here. It's tree
0: yeah. of Missouri, the dogwood tree, and uh, yeah, so that they bloom in the Midwest. The dogwood, or um, you know, maybe up a little further north, the robin. Uh, when the robin, you see that bird come back, return. Oh, spring has got to be on the way. Exactly. Uh, So that's the show. Uh, Verse 12, we hear the tell. So if you want to read verse 12 there, John, what does that almond branch mean?
1: Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. And and by the way, it is interesting. There's a little uh, play on words there, too, because the word for almond in the Hebrew sounds very similar to the word for watching.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I got my first notes Reading this in Hebrew. Uh, or listening to it in Hebrew even, uh, you, you would get that. It's kind of this play on words, this pun kind of that, oh, that's clever. Uh, we missed that out in the English, but that's kind of nice. We can point that out when, when, when we have opportunity. Um, so God says that the point of this, the tell is, um, I'm watching for my word to perform it. So, so the point is, you know, God um, does not hibernate. <laughs> he does not slumber. He doesn't fall asleep on the job. Uh, no, he keeps his promises. Uh, just like at the end of winter, you might start to wonder, well, what's going on here? Is spring ever going to arrive? And then you see the almond branch. Oh, it's coming. It's blooming. So it is with God. God's word is going to be kept. Uh, no doubt about it. And it might seem dormant, right? Uh, especially during bad times and maybe during times of pandemic in particular, we're waiting for it to flower and blossom. And, and it does, and it will. Uh, God always keeps his words. Uh, and you know, I think uh, you know, we know those promises, John, we can list those off and, and uh, we can list them off all morning long, but just to touch on some of them, just the promise that God doesn't leave us. The promise of redemption in Jesus, the promise of the Holy Spirit, the promise that Jesus is preparing a place for you, even in His Father's house—all uh, of those are being fulfilled. Um, some of them have already begun to blossom uh, in our lives, even today. Uh, but that almond branch—that's uh, the show, the tell—is God keeps His promises.
1: And, and you know, the cool thing is—is is that's why we do what we're doing here. Uh, apart from the silliness, again. That's why we want to hear what the word of the Lord says. That's why we go to church. That's why we read our Bibles, because whatever that word says, he's going to do it. Um, In fact, I was checking out the Hebrew there, and the English chooses this rather highfalutin word, perform it. But but actually, the Hebrew, it's just that simple word we use in English all the time, which means to do it. So yeah we, we want to know what the lord's going to do and, and whatever he says that is what he's going to perform or what he's going to do
0: yeah amen and and sometimes unfortunately uh or, or maybe fortunately uh, God's word is sometimes a word of of judgment a word of discipline a word that maybe we don't like to hear but maybe we need to hear um, and that's what comes next uh, so if you want to read on to the next show uh in verse 13.
1: Okay, and and so now this phrase is even more significant. Having heard that the Lord is is awake, he's going to do whatever he says. So the word of the Lord came to me a second time saying, what do you see? And I said, I see a boiling pot facing away from the north.
0: Okay. Okay. So this is where we start scratching our heads, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. this boiling pot facing away from the north. So to picture this, you know, a, a cauldron that's kind of bubbling over. Or maybe uh, maybe some of our listeners have gone camping before, and it's over an open fire. You might have a pot of stew, or a, you know, uh, a Dutch oven, or have something cast iron that you pour stuff into, and it starts to to bubble over. Um, that that's what the the image is: this boiling pot that seems to be over maybe a fire, and it's tipping from the north. Uh, facing away from the north. And the Hebrew, as we're talking Hebrew, you know, the word there even kind of means blowing upon from the north. Like uh, it's being blown upon, even. Um, this fire is being stoked. Um, it's starting to tip even. Um, yeah. So that's that's the show. And it doesn't seem very good that out of the north is this boiling pot that's going to be tipping toward Judah, it sounds like. So that's the show. Um, verse fourteen has the tell,
1: and, and I'm thinking, thank God He tells us because yeah. we would have no idea, would we? What boiling pot? Then the yeah. Lord, then the Lord said to me again, "This is all the Lord now. Out of the north, disaster shall be let loose upon all the inhabitants of the land." Should I keep reading?
0: Well, that's uh, well, I you know it, then the verses that follow. Boy, you can you can start to see what that disaster is going to look like. Um, And and just real quick, I mean, it's basically that, yeah, Jerusalem's going to be taken over, that the the foreigners are going to be there at the gates, they're going to be the ones in charge. And it's just kind of, it's it's pretty daunting, the next couple verses. But the main point, I think, is what you just read in 14, John, that out of disaster shall be, uh, out of the north, disaster shall be loosed upon the inhabitants of the land. Uh, and
1: apparently, apparently, this word "disaster." I'm just looking here, is a favorite one of of Jeremiah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uses
1: that a lot. So yeah, okay. that's
0: right. Safe to say. But well, then again, that's he's just, just speaking the word of the Lord, and uh, yep, that's, yep. that's what God has to say. Um, so, so that the, the message here is from the north, uh, the Babylonians are coming. The Babylonians are the, the supreme world power at the time. Um, they're going to come out of the north to conquer Judah. Uh, but, you know, what's even more important, I think, here, uh, rather than, than what nation is going to be doing that, is who, who's behind it. Um, Out of the north, disaster shall be uh, loosed upon all the inhabitants of the land. Well, who's loosing that disaster? Who's allowing it to happen? Well, it's it's the Lord, right? Uh, the right, Lord is the right. one doing it. He's the one summoning them. He's the one that's giving Jeremiah the heads up uh, through this show of this boiling pot. When Babylon comes, they're marching to God's orders. Uh, he's the one who's allowing that pot to be tipped toward Judah. Uh, and I think, again, we, we might start wondering, well, why in the world would the Lord do that? This is his chosen people, right? Uh, these are the people of God. Um, but that's exactly why he's doing it. Again, that, that love that God has for them, a father-like love. Uh, but yet these people have rejected him. They followed after false gods. Uh, but yet the Lord allows this judgment to take place. So, so what's happening here, you know, this, this boiling pot, this disaster that's coming, it's not vindictive, okay? It's, it's instructive. Uh, it's not the end of itself, in and of itself. It has a purpose, and the purpose is to discipline. The purpose is to renew that relationship between the Lord and his people, that they might come to repentance uh, and turn to him.
1: And, and and so the point is, Matt, if if the Lord is the one who can loose the uh Babylonians, these uh this disaster from the north, then it also means the Lord is the one who at this point is holding them back. Yeah. And and it would seem to me the clear message is then we better start praying to the Lord that he would continue to hold them back, even as we pray that he would not let the evil foe have any power over us. Yes. Uh, that's what should be done, of course, sad to say uh, the people of Judah will turn to all kinds of other gods to deliver them, uh, both uh, uh, spiritual and earthly. When, of course, the point is you no, know, the Lord is the one. He's the one you should turn to. He's the one that can loose, but he's also the one that can hold them back. And that's all he's looking for is for us to ask him to keep that evil foe from having power over us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't take the devil lightly, don't take sin lightly, don't be arrogant like the people of Judah, but but be sincere in our prayers. Lead us not into temptation, Lord. Deliver us from evil. Forgive us our trespasses. Uh, Turn from sin. God can still reveal his wrath today. God can still and does discipline today. Uh, Don't take sin lightly. That's, That's the message for Judah. That's a message for us today, too. All right. Well, that is the, the second show, John. Uh, when the time we have, let's get to that third and final show. Okay. God and where's that at? at the, the final show and tell first people. So, the show we want to look at uh, is down in verse uh, 18. If you can read verse 18.
1: Okay. And behold, I make you this day a fortified city, an iron pillar and bronze walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests and the people of the land. So the show is the fortified city then, Matt? Is that yeah, what you're so, talking about?
0: Yeah, the show is Jer- God is going to make Jeremiah a fortified city, an iron pillar, a bronze wall. Um, So God is going to to make Jeremiah these things. So that's the show. So what's the tell? You got into some of it already. Why don't you just read verse 19 as well, John, to, to get the rest of the tell out there.
1: Okay. They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you, declares the Lord, to deliver you.
0: Yeah, so the, the show is, again, Fortified City, Iron Pillar, Bronze Wall, but the, the tell is, oh, Jeremiah, you've been called to a tough job, buddy, <laughs> and I realize that as the Lord, you're going to speak in front of kings and religious leaders, and you're going to tell them a message they don't want to hear. Um, you're not going to be some popular prophet, which is a positive message on your lips, but you're going to be a faithful prophet. You're going to be one who speaks the word of the Lord. Um but, but God promises Jeremiah here you, you won't be alone right He's not going to leave Jeremiah it's going to be okay uh, I, I especially like that one that the the image the iron pillar that middle image
1: yeah uh, yep.
0: Jeremiah is going to be a man of iron a man of steel um, and then <laughs> looking at at, at at you know at Jer at the Hebrew. Um, it's an iron pillar but actually the the word used there isn't just for like a freestanding pillar but it's it's more a word that's used for a prop something that supports something um, like the the it, kind of like a flying buttress you know those the big yes. cathedrals in Europe they're they're held up they're supported by those flying buttresses um that that's going to be jeremiah's job um god's going to strengthen him to to hold up in some respects to hold up the church <laughs> to hold up the people of God's people, uh, with the word that's shared, um, uh, you know, and, and to, to share with them, they're not going to be completely destroyed, um, in the end. Um, but God will, God in the end, uh, will deliver. But, but the main point in these words, yeah, you know, when, when the odds are against Jeremiah, everyone seems to be against Jeremiah. Um, Still, it's okay, because there's one person who's for Jeremiah, and that's the Lord. <laughs> and the Lord's going to strengthen him to be that fortified city, that iron pillar, that bronze wall, uh, no matter what.
1: And, and what's cool, Matt, is if you go back to our last week's episode when we started with the call of Jeremiah, those were the exact same words that the Lord declared when he said, I'm, I'm giving you this assignment. He said the said exact same word, I am going to deliver you. Um, and, and Matt, it strikes me we, we need to realize that I, I think probably everybody listening to us, whatever their vocation may be, they're they're not prophet, but their mother, father, son, daughter. They might be husband, wife. They might be worker. Uh, they might be foreman, whatever. And and everyone finds difficulties in their job and their vocation, and that shouldn't surprise you. That's what. God says to Jeremiah, yeah, this is going to be difficult. There are going to be people who will oppose you in your vocation. But here's the comfort. They're they're not going to prevail because I'm the one in control. I'm the one that loses. I'm the one that binds. And I'm the one, and I love that phrase, who's going to Deliver you, see? It's not up to you. You don't have to figure it out. It's not something for you to do. It's something for you to trust that the Lord. And again, that's all he wanted the people of Judah to do. If they had simply said, "Lord, deliver us from the Babylonians," they they would have been delivered from the Babylonians. But of course, uh, they wouldn't do that, as the text says. They made offerings to other gods and worshiped the works of their own hands. It said earlier in this chapter.
0: Yeah. Exactly. You know, and I I think, uh, you know, as, as our time draws to a close here, um, you know, God has different shows and tells for us today too. And I think of, uh, You know, I I think of even just in the sanctuary, the the different shows, so to speak, there are, you know, the baptismal font and and what that tells us about the water and the word and our identity and as the baptized people of God or the the way the uh, altar shows us and reminds us of Christ's sacrifice and the the body and blood of Christ that's received there, Um, you know, and, and we could go on and on with those different things, but different images, different shows that tell us. Uh, these beautiful promises of God reminds us. I think those are are wonderful things that the church has today too uh, and different ways that we too are reminded uh, of the word of the Lord.
1: Thank you, Matt. This has been Wrestling Wrestling with with the the